Our gospel this morning is indeed from St. Matthew verse, excuse me, chapter 21 verses 1 through 11 and can be found in your pew Bible on page 1531. Matthew 21 1 through 11. As they approached Jerusalem and came to Bethpage on the Mount of Olives, Jesus sent two disciples, saying to them, Go to the village ahead of you, and at once you will find a donkey tied there with her colt by her. Untie them and bring them to me. And if anyone says anything to you, say that the Lord needs them and he will send them right away. This took place to fulfill what was spoken through the prophet. Say to daughter Zion, see your king comes to you, gentle and riding on a donkey and on a colt, the foal of a donkey." The disciples went and did as Jesus had instructed them. They brought the donkey and the colt and placed their cloaks on them for Jesus to sit on. And a very large crowd spread their cloaks on the road, while others cut branches from the trees and spread them on the road. And the crowds that went ahead of him and those that followed shouted, Hosanna to the son of David. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest heaven. And when Jesus entered Jerusalem, the whole city was stirred and asked, Who is this? And the crowds answered, This is Jesus, the prophet from Nazareth in Galilee. This is the gospel of the Lord. Praise Amen. You may be seated. Will you pray with me? May the words of my mouth and the meditation of all of our hearts be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Behold, the Messiah comes to fulfill the law and the prophets. And it shall be proclaimed in all of Jerusalem, the, he is the prophet. This is the prophet that you have been told about. We know that Christ alone is faithful in the midst of faithlessness. We know that Christ alone is humble in the midst arrogance. We know that Christ alone is the rightful prophet, priest, and king. Hosanna. Hosanna in the highest. 
as Ed said, are you ready? Are we ready for Christmas? Has anyone ever asked that or been, have you been asked that? Are you ready for Christmas? And we do. Some of us go, mm, that was kind of a yes and a no, wasn't it, Lou? You know, mm, yeah. And what goes through your mind? Are you ready for Christmas? Some people might say, oh, please, I have so much to do. The lights aren't up. The tree's not up. I got to get presents. And then I got to wrap them. I, I got to clean the house. I got food to purchase. Don't forget the fruitcake. I got to write a Christmas tome and send it out to 500 of my closest friends to tell everyone life is great. And here's the best picture of the family. Oh, and, uh, you know, there is that Jesus story. There's that Jesus story we really like, the little baby Jesus. We like the story we just heard, Jesus riding into the uh, city on a donkey, and we love to hear Hosanna in the highest, and can you see the palms, you know, going? Isn't that a nice story? Cheers are going up for our Lord, our Savior, the one who was foretold of, and those cheers become jeers in a week where we are hearing, rather than Hosanna, we're hearing, crucify him. We like the little baby Jesus. We like this story. We like that we can get an eBay baby and put him up. We like that he is going to be born in a major manger. We like that uh, there's three wise men that come, and, and we like that they're bringing gold and incense and myrrh. We've all seen the picture of a halo-wearing Jesus standing at the door and knocking. Let me in. This is about waking up. Have you ever been driving and you're just going through the motions, and you see a green light in front of you, but the one that's really in front of you is red? Whoa. That's the kind of wake up I want you to, to experience today. And I apologize in advance, because this is kind of grumpy, what I'm about to put down here. But it's true. It's true for you, and it's true for me. Wake up. Not as familiar as the Jesus with the little crown and the little baby in the manger is a picture of Jesus wearing a ski mask, carrying a crowbar, and busting up in the door to steal our stuff. Never seen him like that, have you? I can see on your faces, holy cow, pastor, you better do something pretty good pretty fast. I don't think I like this visual. Well, hang on. This December, as we step into Advent, which is the expectancy of Jesus coming, this God saving the world with a little baby, 
Oh, yeah, it was trials, you know. He wasn't in a nice uh, hospital bed. He was in a food trough in a barn. But we get in there, and, and, and we need to think of Jesus Christ. We need, we need to see him as the thief who he says that he is. Oh, boy, you're digging deep, Pastor. Well, listen to me. Behold, I am coming like a thief. Jesus tells us in Revelation 16, 15. I'm coming like a thief. The day of the Lord will come like a thief. Paul tells the church in 1 Thessalonians 5, 2. And Jesus says his advent will be like a home invasion. Matthew 24, 43. Now I know that uh, this is not exactly how I envisioned the Son of God back when I was in Sunday school either. But we need this other picture of Jesus too. Especially in this pre-Christmas season where we prize and deify all the wrong things. We need God's Son to show up. And we need Him to show up on our doorstep. Not with a knock, but with a crowbar. We need to see about saying, come Lord Jesus and steal our navel-gazing worship. And replace it with love for our adversaries. Give us ears to listen and mouths to shut up and hearts brimming with compassion for all. Come, Lord Jesus, and steal our control. We are control hoarders, aren't we? Every room in the house of our life is stacked with plans and schedules that we manipulate to deceive ourselves. Did you hear that? That we manipulate to deceive ourselves into assuming we have a firm grip on the chaos of our lives, and we don't. One short in our home's electrical wiring. I know that happened to somebody this last week. One short in our, ele- in our home's electrical wiring can send it all up in smoke. Gracefully, thankfully, it didn't end up in smoke. It just meant the lights were out. One quick glance at the phone in our laps can send us into the back of a semi and maybe even into the ICU. We're not in control. We are in Christ. Come, Lord Jesus, steal our self-confident plans and replace them with God-given trust that no matter what happens, we are safe in the home of your grace. Come, Lord Jesus, and steal our independence. We pride ourselves in needing no one, standing on our own two feet, but it's all a lie and a rather funny one at that.
You can picture the man standing in a grocery store line that thinks to himself, as an independent man, but without farmers, he'd have no groceries to buy. Without construction workers, there'd be no store. Without an employer, he'd have no money. Without assembly line laborers, he'd have no car to drive home in. And without a seamstress, he'd be standing there buck naked. Is he independent? Are you? Am I? Hardly. Our lives are thoroughly enmeshed in a web of dependence. Come, Lord Jesus, steal our self-important arrogance and replace it with God-given gratitude for all that you do for us through the hands of others. Come, Lord Jesus, and steal our sacred sins the idols of our righteous causes. They hang in every room of our house, our political and religious crusades that make us feel important in the eyes of God and others. They give us a sense of identity. They give us a sense of purpose and meaning in life. These causes, these causes may or may not be good. But we, we turn them into little mini-gods. We fight for them. And we castigate those who disagree with us. We even belittle those who disagree with us. And we say with our actions, if not our words, that they will never be special to God as we are. That's not very attractive. Come, Lord Jesus, and steal our navel-gazing worship and replace it with love for our adversaries. Replace it with ears to listen and, yes, mouths to shut up and hearts that are brimming, pouring out with compassion for all. Advent season is a season of preparation. It is a season of readiness. And it is a season of awareness. Prepare us, O oh Lord, to be prepared by you for your advent among us. That's a good prayer. Ready us, O oh Lord to suffer the destruction of all our precious faux little g gods that we might have true riches in you. Make us aware, O Lord, that you give and you take away. You kill and you make alive. You ransack our homes to steal all the stupid stuff that keeps us from you. And replace it, Lord, with simple, humble gifts 
that are wrapped in crucified love. Visit our homes, O Christ, the thief. During this Advent season, wielding your sacred crowbar. He's calling us in this season to wake up. He's saying, Pastor Ken, wake up. He's saying to each one of you, wake up and remember who you are and who you are to me. You are my child whom I love. In your baptism, I said, this is my son or this is my daughter who I love. With him, I am well pleased. And he gave you that spirit, that Holy Spirit. He marked you with a cross, sealed you by the Holy Spirit. You are his and you are his child. We are the king's kids. That's a gift. He's calling, calling us to remember that. And everything that is in the periphery is just things in the periphery. The main thing is what his son did for you and for me on that cross and all who should believe. And that's a gift and a treasure that he invites us to share, to tell others about. Are all those things that I mentioned, the, the food and the preparations, are they bad things? No. But only you can decide truthfully how much of a part they play in your life. And it's not said to you to be guilty or to feel bad about. It's just to wake up and see it for what it is. It's things. And to see who he is for who he is. And he's the king. He's the prophet. He's the savior that was promised. He's here now. And he's coming again. In the name of Jesus. Amen.